It's the official podcast, episode 342, I think. And man, do we have a crazy show for all of you today. I have a bet to cash in, so I'll go ahead. Jackson, name me one memorable line from Avatar 2. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, fucking man. bitch. I knew it. I am now going to read a chat Fuck. log. No. Well, I'm not going to read oh. all of it because it's kind of boring. But on the 17th of December, 2022, after seeing Avatar 2, I said, this is a three-hour fucking tech demo. It was so boring. It doesn't have a story. And if, in a few weeks, you'll have forgotten this. And Jackson said, and I quote, this is a direct quote, Set a reminder for six months, then I guess. You should have <laughs> aimed a bit higher, considering Avatar 1 was 13 years ago. Kaya Orsan, that's me, I think, replied saying, I don't need to. You will forget about this in a few weeks. You <laughs> it has been six months. Crap. Holy crap. Well, Jay, that's it has been six months and two days, and I nailed your ass, bitch. Why <laughs> was I so confident? Wow. Well, to be fair, to be fair, Jackson legitimately has the worst memory out of any person I've ever met in my life. Yeah, so I think my, that, like, I liked Avatar 2. I wouldn't say there's any, like, memorable lines. Whoa. Jesus Christ. My cat's okay. going crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't say there's any, like, memorable lines, but it's still a very good movie. Yeah, I don't remember any specific lines. <laughs> that That is such a fucking shame. Yes, my memory is bad. <laughs> I should have absolutely well, seen this Well, you coming. owe me dinner. So I've been looking Did forward I say, to this since yesterday. Was that what the... I, I, I'm sure there was like lines like Jake Sully, no, or something like that. Does that count? Nah, or do I have to specifically yeah. remember them? No, not good enough. You can't just guess. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> that was a good that was a good line though when when he said Jake Sully, no. If you want like an actual memorable line, Jackson, well this is a spoiler, but it's right at the end with I don't know if I can talk about it, but there's a very important death. And on the mm. way out, for the first time in a long time, he finally says, I see you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. I See, I won the bet, that. Kaya. We we collectively remember. No, that. you didn't. Uh, you are, my bet was you with you, buddy. <laughs> you don't get to I call ever... your joker. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie so much that I thought I would actually... I know, like, you were so confident. Something. Well, no, you yeah. I, I was being was... so silly. The, the <laughs> quality of the movie outweighed my memory problems <laughs> my well, memory issues but it's it's literally like that with jackson for actually everything oh, no. even the things he loves the most like jackson you like jurassic world the first one right yeah what's the main character's name uh ah, fuck uh, <laughs> owen owen right owen it's owen all right, well, at least you got there in the end, but the point still stands. I, I was it's, trying to, I was trying to fucking remember Chris, Chris Pratt's fucking name. I got caught up on the actor's name for some reason. Yeah, okay. yeah Owen. No, right. but yeah, no. So I, I'm, I'm good with remembering emotions and feelings if that counts for anything, but not specific <laughs> lines. I remember how I feel during a movie. That's gonna count for something. No, that, I respect and love that, Jackson, because as we talked about last episode, I watched Harry Potter and I don't remember 90% of the characters' names, but yeah. I remember how I felt. I, exactly, I don't... That's what I... Like, uh, one of the main arguments against Rogue One, which, yeah, it was an incredibly messy movie, but one of the main arguments that Charlie would always give me is, you don't remember any of their names. It's like, I don't, I don't need to to know that I enjoyed it. Well, the problem with it, Rogue One, it, though, is it's a dog shit, terrible movie. 
Well, yeah, fair. If you if you think that it's like a bad movie due to like pacing or writing or whatever, that's yeah. Fine, if you appreciate whatever. things that make a good movie, yeah. Hang on, guys. Uh, Jackson was actually more wrong than I thought. So he also <laughs> doubled down and said, oh, "With a new Avatar movie coming out every two years now, it'll be relevant in the cultural sense." It, well, it was. <laughs> it is. It's just, I think they delayed. I think they delayed it until like twenty forty five or some shit. It's not coming out every two years. Well, yeah. that was the last Enjoy. movie, right? The well, they, they delayed, like delayed. They delayed all of them. Yeah. Yeah, to be to be fair though, it is more relevant. Like I see more people talking about, it, especially since it's come out on Disney Plus. Like people are still talking about it, from what I've seen. I, I've not seen a single post. I just discounted my memory issues. Like I, I'm not taking any more bets when it comes to memory. Yeah, you should <laughs> never do that. You actually have legitimately the worst memory of anyone I've ever met. What what could it possibly be? Dementia. I just I'm. Well, no, yeah. I, I think it's dementia. I think it's super simple. I think you legitimately just don't register information because you're just constantly processing things in your brain. So, like, you what? just always overwrite your own shit. Like, the main things that you think of, I think, are always like bigger scale shit. So, like, God slap stuff or something like that. You have good memory with, whereas like entertainment mm. things, you just kind of filter out. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think when it comes to like professional stuff, I think I retain memory a bit better. But when it comes to like entertainment and you know in the moment kinds of things, I think maybe it's like short term memory, just fucking fried. I don't know. Six months isn't short term. Not that short term. Yeah, I think it's just more about like the the things you view as like productive versus the things you view as entertainment. You know what I'm like actually good at though is like just random trivia. Like trivia quizzes and stuff like that. I hate trivia. I love trivia. There's there's a oh game God, show over in those. What? <laughs> What's one of those? I, I hate trivia. I hate. I want to run away whenever in my life I've ever heard anybody propose to play trivia. Why? It's, trivia is just fun. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is your issue with trivia? I cannot keep up with it, man. It, like, oh, this. Uh, what? Uh, 1990s Madonna song are these lyrics from? How the fuck would I know? Who cares? This is so boring. That's the entire point of trivia. It's the the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, painful. You don't, you don't need to be good at trivia to have fun with it. It makes getting, like, questions right even more sweet. If you're losing a trivia, you're learning. And learning is always fun. I know it's not when it's about 19s uh, pop lyrics. So if I really trivia... I don't care about that stuff whatsoever. So if you sat down to the Mad Max trivia contest, you wouldn't enjoy yourself? <laughs> I was going to say low-cow trivia. Oh, yeah, I think, he, I think he'd enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. Still trivia, no. Like, I, I really don't think so. So if you had a cool game show host with, like, one of those long stick microphones and a nice suit going, All right, Kaya, <laughs> this locale in 2005 promised to eat an entire bathtub. Who is it? You wouldn't have fun? Uh, I wouldn't be good at it. Like I don't have some photographic so local memory. I'm also don't. I also don't have some photographic like Mad Max memory. Even the stuff I like. I've told the guys before. I enjoy things, and I also don't care that much about what it actually says. Like I told the guys, I listen to music without ever paying attention to any of the lyrics. I don't know the lyrics to any song. I just hum along if it sounds cool to the beat. There's a lot of people like that, though. That's that's a pretty common thing where people just listen to the music itself. Yeah, of course that's a common thing. Who do you think would be the best at uh, Avatar trivia here? <laughs> I reckon it would actually be Kaya, potentially. But he doesn't Avatar like it. Avatar trivia? 
Yeah, but he watched it. Like last year. Jackson, I don't remember movies? anything from them. So wait, wait, if you don't remember a single thing, I could have entirely made up a line and just like said it confidently. Probably, yeah, probably you could have. You should have bluffed, dummy. Oh, Why did you think I would remember that fucking boring ass movie? The only thing know, that I remember, even months. from the first one. I mean, I remembered the other day our bet. You are confusing me being petty and competitive with me caring about Avatar. <laughs> you think I did this because I care about the integrity of the fucking movie? What was the stakes of my bet? <laughs> what do I have to do? I don't know. I think it was like dinner or you buy me a Coke or something. It, it's not high stakes, Coke. don't worry. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> there was some pretty high stakes there. Dude, I don't remember anything from either movie. I remember like from the first one where they shoot the tree and it falls over and all the blue people are crying. That's it. Oh, you forgot the <laughs> best part of that it. scene. The best part of that scene is when the army general starts drinking his coffee while watching and he's like, mm, today's a good day. I'm, I'm slaughtering an entire race of people. This is, this is a nice Tuesday. I love, I love how cartoonishly evil humans yeah, he's, are in those movies. He's a great character. I think he was my favorite character from Avatar. He was a great fucking military yeah, villain. he's just so cheesy. Yeah. He's just over the top. He was over cheesy. the top. and go- When you're piloting a mech and trying to destroy any and all nature around you, and when you run out of ammo, you pull out a giant mech-sized Bowie knife, that's a fun character. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fun. That's just cool. Yeah. <laughs> James Cameron knows fun. I don't know how the fuck he went from Titanic to Avatar, but he did. Uh, what's this, speaking of Avatar, what's all this new drama about the new Avatar, The Last Airbender Netflix stuff? Netflix is making a live-action adaptation. Wasn't this the one where the creators left it or something? Because yes. they had a creative difference? This okay. is the one. Oh, that it sounds great. Ago, though. Can't so, wait to watch. Yeah, how does it... I didn't see any clips. I only saw the casting. Which is already problematic because one of the actors, I think Sokka, is not racially pure enough for like the Tumblrites, so... Whoa, that's not... You just got that super wrong. What happened is he lied about his heritage in order to get the role. He claimed that he had a heritage that he doesn't in order to land the role. That's the controversy. Right, so he lied about his race. Yeah. And only certain people of certain races are allowed to play certain races, so he's not racially pure enough. What? No, the casting call was for someone... Of that race, which he lied about, which is the controversy. It's not like the community is like, no, it can only be this race. It was literally the casting was for that race, and he lied about it. Sure, no, who cares if he if he tricked them? It worked. What do you care? It's Somebody still, on Twitter it's, says it's still just lying about mm-hmm. it. That's that's just the controversy. Yeah, is he lying. just he just lied about it. That's that's an it. actor lying. What? Reminder that Ian Ousley is white and lied about being native by enrolling in a fake tribe that literally sells memberships to, I'm pretty sure, all in order to steal roles from actual native people. So that's a drama, I guess. I don't. I haven't seen any other drama. Well, I mean, about it is. the casting or anything. Wait, you mean I can Usually buy is. myself into being Native American right now? <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Just got fucking twenty three in me. If you're like one, I'll do it on the show right now. If I can. Native American. Uh, yeah, I think I think you can just. How much does it cost? What yeah. fake tribe is he from? Yeah, what tribe is it? I want to look it up. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, didn't Boogie Boogie claim that he was like one sixty fourth Cherokee <laughs> or something? <laughs> that I actually would watch if they cast him as Sokka. <laughs> Imagine trying to throw a boomerang. <laughs> so outside of the controversy, uh, do we? Is it like looking like a good adaptation, or is it going to be another M Night? I didn't. Fiasco. I didn't watch the trailer. Uh, to be know. honest, I just watched the one piece one. 
Oh, the One Piece one, yeah, I saw that. Ugh. Yeah. I saw that too. That doesn't seem like a very sensible decision for Netflix to make, adapting one of the longest-running animes of all time, when they have a history of, like, cancelling things after one season. Yeah, it's fucking adorable, actually, that they chose that. Yeah, that's so, that's so funny. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna Cowboy Bebop that shit, I think. Yeah. Same thing. I'm not, Cowboy yeah, Bebop I'm not expecting stupid. much. Same with Avatar, probably, right? Uh, I haven't seen the trailer yet, but I wouldn't expect much since the actual creators walked out on it. <laughs> well, I don't know what success needs to look like for them, for them to continue a series, but it seems, like, extraordinarily high. Like, Squid Game level. A- anything else, I don't seem interested in continuing. You know what? I have so. a conspiracy theory, which I'm gonna... So, first of all, apparently there is no trailer. It's just a teaser with, like, the tribe logos. Um, so no actual, like, live-action footage. What I was gonna say, though, I've now noticed Gen Z, like, little kids actually coping on social media about how torrenting and piracy is bad because they just don't know how to do it. So my conspiracy theory is that websites like Netflix just don't even have to bother caring because it's not even a matter of wanting to, uh, you know, like, people wanting not uh, to support the creators and such. They literally don't know what else to do. They have nowhere to go. They don't know how to torrent. Um, check this out, for instance. This is from someone called it. Can they teach, like, Pirate Bay at university or something to start, you know, promoting pirating? I think it's... I think they're actually, like... Um, I think it's just more difficult now, right? It used to be far easier no. to pirate stuff. No, it's always just been the same. It's There's so many, like, fake websites and stuff and so many, like, things you have to continue to click through and stuff. It used to be way more easy. No... It was always, it's, it's always been the same. You know how many fake ads I had to click through to, to find some rapid seat box or whatever the hell that's... <laughs> Are any of you old enough to remember those like free download websites where it would have two buttons and one of them would be high-speed premium download, sign up yes. now. And then the other one would be the free one that would say, I'm gay and retarded and I like slow downloads and my mother doesn't <laughs> love me, but this is free and I'm a piece of shit. And you'd have to just begrudgingly <laughs> click that one. It would just insult you <laughs> and insult their own service. Well, you have to wait 30 seconds to click that one as well. Yes, you would have to. And if you clicked out of the websites, because uh, if you didn't block the JavaScript, it would stop counting. So you would actually have to stare at the goddamn countdown timer. <laughs> I do remember those. Um, anyway, Elena on Twitter says, 30-year-olds on Twitter are so annoying about torrenting. I don't know, Amanda. Maybe a lot of people just figure it's worth spending a little money to not have the hassle of torrenting something or to watch it on the big TV through the PlayStation or whatever. And on top of the effort it takes, maybe torrenting is high risk for people who use their computers for things besides Twitter and video games. Ever thought about that, Amanda? Muting because of all the endless Amanda horde proving my points. Well, you I see agree how with that mad person. they are? Hey, I how? agree with that. What do you Talk mean? How is literally easier. What do you mean? It, I, I'm not saying it's not easier, but like paying for the direct thing is like way safer. It just is, especially for a common user. It is safer, and yes, okay, true. Again, okay, yeah, like avoiding tor- avoiding viruses <laughs> isn't that difficult. Point. No, it isn't. Why are you comparing this thing like to some super tedious thing? Like I ask you to take the fucking trash out or something. You have to click a link. I'm not. It's, it's not just, that difficult. It, it's an A-B comparison. One is more difficult. That's all that matters. By like 2%. That's and still not an, always. It's, it's still an improvement. It's just a fact. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> not always. We've talked men, many times on the show about how 
torrenting is now sometimes more convenient than having to sign up to a service, having to sign up to VPN so you can bypass geo locks. And so you can, you know, you can't even share your fucking passport uh, passwords anymore. All of that. I can crap. guarantee you I that. Just, I can guarantee you, though, even in that situation where we're talking about a casual user base, uh, that option is still far easier than pirating. Them learning how to use a fucking like uh, because they know, don't know pirate. how. Exactly. Which so it's more yeah, difficult. Like saying, <laughs> looking at a picture book is easier than reading an actual novel. Yeah, true. But at the end of the day, you get something better out of it just because it's easier. It doesn't make it better. Well, you don't always get something better out of it. Yeah, sometimes you get, like, porn Well, viruses. you get the same... <sighs> okay, the other stuff. Let's move on to the other stuff. I completely disagree with you guys that it's just so much easier. It's more well, convenient. Ne- you used to be more convenient. It's saying so much easier. Neither one of us is saying that. It's just, like, legitimately, inarguably easier. Even by, like, a small degree. I mean, it is just still easier. It doesn't have Usually, to be when you get region blocked. Like, if we're just talking, well, okay, you're you're allowed to just use like the most generic cases possible of like this torrent goes smooth and it's like perfect and there's no viruses or no complicated click throughs or anything like that. You're you're allowed to use the the like broad case. We're, we're allowed to use the broad case of streaming services. Usually, just let you sign up, pay five dollars, and then you're in. That's it. That's like the generic case. That's the generic use case. Sure, there's more complicated situations, but that is the I most. I think the you know, generic common. use case is also things like when the Better Call Saul uh, series finale was airing, and I think Netflix or AMC crashed, and no one could view it except pirates who just casually watched <laughs> it very uh, cozily. Yeah, but if you if you just waited, if you waited like maybe like two hours or something, you'd be able to watch it fine. Great. Yes, that is. I'm not saying it's Easier. good. I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> but some people would prefer just waiting then than anyway, potentially my point isn't getting a virus. That this person is wrong about torrenting because I don't think they have ever tried torrenting or know how it works because they also seem to think that you can't watch it on the big TV or your PlayStation or whatever, quote unquote. Or what else did they say? If you use your computer for things besides Twitter and video games, I also don't know what this argument is where like tech literate people only use Twitter. <laughs> this sounds like more, Wait, more like somebody who, well, they said maybe torrenting is high risk for people who use their computers for things besides Twitter and video games. But we know that Gen Z is now this technologically illiterate because all they use their video, uh, any devices for is Twitter and video games and TikTok. Yeah. So that's BS. Here's another one. You guys will love this one. Um, this is from Axel. says, don't make me tap the sign. And then it's a meme of SpongeBob holding up a sign. And the sign reads, people who emulate games should be fined or sent to jail for theft. Emulation oh, yeah. is illegal and hurts the industry. I pay for my games. So should you. It's only fair. Yeah, I, I just obviously disagree with that one. <laughs> But why would somebody say this? Why would like a teenager or even write this meme is my point. Why would somebody say this is such a fucking cute thing to ask? Yeah, I don't know. It, of all things, a teenager, like teenagers, they like shoplift just for the rush, you know, oh, I shoplifted this lip balm. And now they're narcs. They're all fucking narcs. No, don't torrent this well, wait, Netflix wait, wait, show. Wait, 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 did you, wait. Did you ever shoplift when you were young? Yeah, of course I did. You motherfucker. Those poor mom and pop stores. I didn't I didn't steal from mom and pop stores. Oh, okay. That's um, fine then, right? No. I mean, I wouldn't say it's fine, but whatever. Kids steal little things. It's not the end of the world. 
It's not looting. I never shoplifted. I never did either. Okay, that's fair. I'm just saying, if it wasn't like throwing bricks through Starbucks windows. <laughs> um, anyway, the futurism.com website has a headline that says, Gen Z kids apparently don't understand how file system works. They see it like one bucket and everything's in the buckets. One giant bucket. Uh, many professors have noticed an alarming trend among their students. Overall, members of Gen Z, even though studying technical scientific fields, seem to have a total misunderstanding of computer storage, The Verge reports, and many fail to conceptualize a concept of directories and folders filled with digital files. What? I think this is really at the heart of, you know... Well, but, what, what, how? How could they not? Like, what's holding them up there? It's just a... Well, because most they people don't know just know how use the files now. go on the computer. Yeah. Well, yeah, but no, everyone uses computers no, they to don't. some degree. A lot of people just do stuff on their iPhones. When you use your iPhone, it doesn't really hassle you for folders and whatnot. Maybe if you're looking at your Photos app and it shows you, um, what is it, albums, but that's about it. Okay, well, what, what's your actual point? Just kids are getting dumb? Kids are getting technologically illiterate, which means they can't really... That means we'll have the power over the earlier generations. That, that's fine. We'll have the you know, we'll have the power of the computers on our side when the when the generational wars break out. <laughs> I think it's a good thing that kids are getting stupider with technology. It means less <laughs> kids on the technology. But yeah. that is so what? <laughs> they're dumber because they are more on technology. If anything, they're precisely dumber because they don't they don't do anything on the computer besides again TikTok. But if you could if you can just keep them like only on Twitter forever, I, I think like a quarantine zone, if that's the only thing they know about technology, I think that's a net positive for everything else. What do you want what what do you want to what do you want them to do? Do you want like forced computer time to make sure that they get their like daily computer intake so they know how to use it? Or do you want to I think they should be phones? technologically more literate. Yeah, I also don't think you should confuse being technologically literate with computer addiction or a lot of time. It's just, mm, yeah. like if I said kids should learn how to cook, that doesn't mean I want them to constantly eat and be obese. It just means you should True. learn how to cook and not be reliant on like fast food chains like Netflix. I guess you're correct in like, this is kind of like a universal skill at this point or a mandatory skill to have in the modern world so kids should be prepared to you know use the technology exactly so is that is that not is that not taught in like uh high school and stuff like we had computer it classes that were like pretty much mandatory i, uh, I didn't even have that in high school yeah when i was in high mm -hmm. school and even college my professors were all even more illiterate than any of the students yeah same I literally had a professor who refused to even use email. He would pin our test results on a fucking board in the middle of campus that we all had to take a bus to go through because he just <laughs> yeah. didn't feel like using computers. Yeah, so I guess it is just something that's going to have to change at the uh, elementary school and high school level then, whatever. That's their problem. Well, do you know if they're technologically literate enough to remember to use a VPN? They better be. That's, the, that's the first thing you should be doing with pirates. <laughs> that's right. The very first thing you should be doing when using the internet in general for anything is Express VPN. The word Express is in there because you can so quickly and easily slap a VPN on your internet service. This means that you will be browsing the internet more anonymously. There are some 
nasty little tech people out there who can look at your data, some some electronic giants who can use your data to target you. There's some things that you don't want shared with the public, and ExpressVPN is going to make sure that that happens. It's a very easy-to-use app that fires up in just one button and will work on all of your devices, phones, laptops, even your router, so that everyone sharing your Wi-Fi can be protected. We've just had an entire discussion on why a VPN might be a good idea just now. Maybe if your country's not going to get that incredibly exciting and good-looking live-action Avatar remake, woohoo, you can switch your region and check it out day one, launch day, so your complaints can be fired at rapid speed. You can make sure to secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com official today. That's expressvpn.com official and get an extra three months for free expressvpn.com slash official now that your internet is all snuggly wuggly cozy wozy you're probably going to start going getting some confidence on the internet that you understand how a file system works you have protected data where should you go well maybe it's time to finally place that order with adam and eve and i would love if charlie a frequent <laughs> orderer of adamandeve.com would tell us all about it. Yeah, I can always tell you about the incredible selection of things. Everything you've ever imagined you can pretty much find on that site. And it's just got all the goodies that you'd ever want to use, whether in the bedroom or in you know, in your own room by yourself. It's it's just got what you need. That's right. It is a incredibly massive and downright easily selectable adult superstore on the internet and if you have found something that makes you go oh hey i think my wife would love that well adam and eve's got a little code for you to use on whatever that happens to be for your wife use code defense for 50 percent off one item and free shipping in the u.s and canada some exclusions will apply but more importantly that's code defense we normally use official or whatnot but defense for adam and eve because we will defend to the fucking death <laughs> adam and eve's incredible selection of wonderful goodies uh, i was gonna say you will de- uh, will defend your right to pleasure yourself <laughs> yeah that too that <laughs> this is america for 75 percent of this show that's good enough for us. <laughs> Adam and Eve. Well, no, has... I'm the only one left now, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what Australia's sex laws are, so you might be fucked. Literally. <laughs> you really should just come to America, Jackson. Yeah. And while you're here, you can shop at Adam and Eve, Jackson, which is an incredible online <laughs> adult superstore with nearly everything you could imagine for any orifice you've got. Use code DEFENSE for 50% off of any one item, free shipping in the U.S. and Canada, some exclusions apply, but very importantly, that's code DEFENSE, D-E-F-E-N-S-E. Yes, that's S-E for my Australian friends. Yes, oh, do you guys spell it differently? Is that one of those words? Yeah, it's like, how would you spell a fence, like a, you know, a building Oh, with a C? S. You spell it with an S over there as well? Offense, taking offense. No, no, no. Like a fence around a building, you know, like something to keep bad oh, people out. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why you change it to an S in defense. It doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, we keep it with a C as well for defense. So, mm-hmm. so does RuneScape. 
Before we uh, before we get way too far off, I looked up the Native American tribe thing from the Avatar show. <laughs> uh, I found I found a bunch of information. So the actor that we were talking about is part of the Southern Cherokee Nation of Kentucky, and the government. And historians in that field as well do not in any way recognize Cherokee presence in Kentucky. So it is not a government-backed or, I don't know what the term is, a legal Cherokee tribe, whatever it is. So technically, if that is the one he is part of, which is what they say he is, he is not Native American. And So wait, is it... wait? Then to go back to that drama, is it possible that he thought he was actually, like, Native American and, like, this wasn't a ploy just to get the role? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no because I read through their application for membership, and there are three types of membership. There is by blood, by association, and honorary. So the, the first one is obvious. Here's my, here's my birth record or my this or that that shows I am a Cherokee member done the second one is if you're a spouse a stepchild were adopted by a member and that only gets you an associate card you're not like a full member of the tribe but it's like hey you're you're kind of part of it sure but the third one receives an honorary member id card and is given to people who require who fill two requirements the first is you are personally nominated by a member of the tribe to be on the council and number two you continuously promote the tribe and send them donations uh so it's like a paid subscription. it is a paid <laughs> subscription to be a native american yes okay so that could be what's going on here which if he knows that's what's going on here he very well could just be paying to say he's native american yeah fair yeah all righty um speaking of superheroes and stuff like that and netflix shows <laughs> the flash did we talk about that at all last week i don't think we did no. came out after the episode right know. Yeah. Have, mm-hmm. I think Charlie's the only one that's seen it. Mm-hmm. Probably. And so bef- before the show, the, before the movie came out, I remember we had a big argument on the episode where I said it looked awful, but you guys said it looked good. All the previews, like people were saying it was good beforehand, right? Well, all the previews, everyone was like going crazy and gushing about yeah. it. Yeah. None of mm-hmm. us were saying it looked good. Just looked fine. Yeah. Okay. So how did it turn out? Uh, fine. I didn't hate it. I really wish it wasn't, like, decent, but it's just fine. I don't think it's great. I don't understand why people lost their mind about it being so good in the previews. Like, even just celebrities, not even fandom people, were like, this is amazing. It's it's just an okay movie. Like, it's just, it's fun. Uh, yeah, didn't Steven Spielberg come out and say, like, it made him believe in superhero movies? I think that was Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King was like, this taught me oh. this taught me what superheroes were really about. It's the best goddamn fucking superhero thing that's ever been constructed. Like, he had a crazy amount of praise for it. I think it was Stephen King. You think, you think it was the bag? No, I don't. I mean, they, they, they certainly didn't pay him. I'll tell you that much. it has a very very mixed reception on metacritic right now it's sitting at a 56 critic score and a 5.9 audience score that's like extremely bad that's not even mixed that's like for a rating that's bad for a superhero movie yeah 
Well, so yeah. for the critics, though, it's not from a balance of positive and negative. It is a very large number of mixed reviews. But for the audience score, it is a lot of positive, a lot of negative. It's just legitimately all over the place. Some people you ask or read from are like, this is actually an incredible film. And the others are like, this is probably DC's worst. There's there's just very, very strong Ooh. feelings both ways. So what was bad about it? The visuals. This is probably DC's worst looking movie. This is probably one of the most embarrassingly awful Ow. CGI movies ever, actually. Like and in that's the modern such age. Such a low bar, dude. Holy shit. No, that must it's be. It's so bad. Awful. It is so fucking bad that uh, I think it was the director. I don't, I think I'm pretty sure it was the director had to come out and say the reason why the CGI looks so bad so often is because it was a stylistic choice because the flash moves so quick, it distorts oh lights and God. bends the world around him. But <laughs> yeah, it's just, sure, it, actually, <laughs> it actually looks like video game cutscenes from 10 years ago sometimes. It is laughable. How awful he the CGI actually looks came in out this movie. and said, "I intended for it to look bad." Yes, yeah. Look it up. He said it was a stylistic choice because Flash moves so quickly that it distorts the light around him and makes it look all fucked up. Like it is so embarrassing how awful the visuals are in that movie. Oh my god! It's so Marvel lame. like higher up all of the good CGI artists. No, they just Hollywood don't have the time anymore. They don't. No, none of the animation studios have the time or the VFX. They're studios, overworked. I mean. Yeah. They're yeah. overworked, a hundred percent overworked, underpaid. Yeah, so that's that the quality you get, where you have to come up with an excuse like he just moves well, fast, so it looks like shit. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, it was a mixture of the being overworked and also being given the uh, design goal of making it look bad, which they nailed apparently, which is exciting. Yeah, they crushed it. Well, that was the Flash's original tagline: he moves fast and looks like shit. <laughs> Yes, the Flash. I've never, I've never thought the Flash is cool. I've never thought it would be like. Oh, he's a, so cool, though. He really he is, is super I've, fucking cool. You're totally wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess he's, I could be. He's wrong. on the same god power level of Superman because super speed at that level is just absolutely busted in half. You can do anything. I thought he got his ass kicked by Superman in one of the movies. He, he did. Yeah, Superman yeah. ran faster than him. Which is yeah. which is dumb. well, that's so that's the movies. That's the movies. Comic book Flash is just even in the movies, he still is learning how to really tap in and use the Speed Force, which is what True. this one's about, where he masters it. True, oh, but but comic book one. Flash is the most busted fucking character in the world. He can do just anything by moving faster. He's nuts. It's super cool. And yeah. I think they do a really, like, I, I, you guys know I'm not a huge fan of Ezra Miller. I still think it's ridiculous that Ezra Miller hasn't faced any real consequences for the crimes. But they actually do a really <laughs> good job in using the Flash in this movie. Like, the way they use the Flash's abilities. Like, I really think this did justice to the character, but had the worst fucking visuals to support it ever. So, like, it's just kind of a, <laughs> a real fucking miss with delivering the quality you would expect from a and big how, budget movie. How was Ezra Miller? Fine. Uh, it, completely fine. They you have, don't want to compliment him at all. I really, I really <laughs> don't. But Ezra Miller was, like, completely fine in the film. They even, they used two Ezra Millers <laughs> that bounce off each other. <laughs> and it actually fucking worked, which makes me really upset. Like, it actually was fine in the film. Like So, just, they just to well clarify, together. there were twice the amount of criminals that we thought there would be in that movie. <laughs> considering there were two. Oh, my God. So... It's like a clone or one from a different Barry uh, Allen travels back in time. Yeah. He, Barry Allen travels back in time, which creates an alternate pathway multiverse event. 
So does that meet does that meet up with uh, Wally West or the other one? No, it's it's all Barry Allen. It's all but, Barry. Uh, okay, but they do change Batman's, so you get Michael Keaton's Batman in the alternate, as opposed to yeah, ben that Affleck. was in the uh, that was in yeah. the trailers, I think. And Michael Keaton's great. Like my, I really think Batman was honestly the best part of the film. When do you guys think this multiverse fad is gonna end? Probably now. <laughs> like the film, <laughs> the film doesn't use the multiverse past this movie like i don't see how they would like what i thought and what everyone thought going into this is this going to be like flashpoint where it resets the timeline especially because james gunn is in charge now it doesn't so i don't really know what the fuck they're planning to do with it anymore like it seems like they bailed out on that idea so i i don't really know well i don't think the multiverse is going to end at all because spider-verse was the same that's overall caught Oh, we're talking about multiverse. I'm so fucking sick of multiverses now. I, I mean, I mean, multiverses so in general is still it's the hot the topic. Same thing. It's like here's our hero, but 57 times, and this one has a wig, and this one has a mustache, and this one is like inverted <laughs> colors. Rad. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like multiverse stuff, though. Well, I, I think the multiverse is a very, very good writing mechanic because it allows you to easily twist a known formula and get a lot of results out of it. Sure, sure. But instead, they just use it to make the audience clap when uh, actor or character they know shows up. That, see, that's, that's the lazy way to do it. That's the lazy way to do it. Yeah, that's how most of them do it. Yeah. But a, a more interesting take, and we'll stick to comic books, is, for example, Injustice Superman. I think is a really good version of that where they show you a multiverse where Superman isn't immediately evil, but he's more prone to emotional slipping and losing his cool and his character. And then after the Joker kills Lois Lane, he finally snaps and goes full dictator. And it's like, that's a cool multiverse idea where there's a superhero, you know, a twisting on the Superman character. Like, that's fun. I like that. Do you think they could have found a multiverse where Ezra Miller wasn't a criminal? That might have made the <laughs> film release a bit better. In the multiverse that we live in, where Ezra's a good guy, this is the biggest movie of all time and has perfect tens across the board. <laughs> yeah. That's that's where the other Barry came from. That's why he gets a pass. <laughs> so uh, after watching the film, I can promise you, even if Ezra Miller was viewed the same way Keanu Reeves is viewed, this movie would still be kind of a stinker for a lot of people. Yeah, the visuals are impression, yeah. The visuals are so fucking unforgivably bad. Oh my god, especially towards the end of the movie. Jesus Christ, they absolutely ran out of money and just asked for favors to finish it because it is so bad at the end. <laughs> was there a uh, post credit scene or a tease for anything? Spoilers, I, actually, I guess. Yes, of I, course. It was just a storyboard. I, yeah, I didn't even stay to watch it. Oh. <laughs> it would have it ended up being like stick figures or something. They have no budget <laughs> left. Wait a second. If you, if you, that's like the biggest sign that this movie was actually bad to me. If you don't stick around to watch the after credit scene. That feels like it's like a pretty big label on the movie. Like you're saying it's bad for, no, for a superhero movie. No, I, I really don't think it's bad. Like I like I said, I enjoyed it. I had fun watching it. It just has a lot of problems. And I'm like, since the whole thing is out of this realm now, it's all James Gunn now. It just feels so worthless because I feel like it's not going to lead to anything. Yeah. I don't know what the point would be. So I just didn't bother. I wasn't super interested. So I I had to look up his name because I kept forgetting. Uh, If he travels back in time, does he ever meet Jay Garrick? That sounds familiar. Who's Jay Garrick? He's the original Flash from the 30s who was replaced by Barry Allen. Oh, no, 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 no. He only only meets Barry Allen for Flashes, but he meets other... uh, You meet other supermen and 
Mm. Batman. Ugh. Gotcha. <laughs> Jackson's fucking sigh. Just, ugh. <laughs> just, 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 just be the clap. I know. If, if, here, I'll, I'll spoil one thing for you real quick, because I think you guys are going to really hate this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is a uh, Nicolas Cage Superman moment in the film, which was literally a clap please moment. <laughs> yeah, I heard. That sounds yeah. awful. Nick Cage is, uh, he's having a resurgence. He's also in Dead by Daylight now, right? Yeah. Did you see the, the was it, which one was it? He was at one of the conferences. He came out and, was it, was it Jeff Keighley? It was Jeff Keighley. Yeah. The Summer Games Fest. Yeah. They, yeah, they yeah. had Nicolas yeah, Cage yeah, coming in. He seems like such a lovable dude. He's up there. He seems like a genuine goofball. Like he's not playing a character. He's just actually a weirdo in a good way. (laughs) Yeah. Have you guys? I I don't even know why I'm asking it like this. I know you guys haven't seen it. He did a, um, what is it, GDQ or GQ, where it's like you Google yourself and answer your questions. Nicolas Cage did one, Mm -hmm. but he didn't want to be there at all. So what he ended up doing is he wouldn't play around with any of it. So if there was a question asked, like, was Nicolas Cage's abs spray painted in Ghost Rider? He's like, no, it was real, and I'm really tired of people talking about this, which is why I don't work out anymore, because I put in all that effort, and you guys didn't appreciate it. So, I, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, one of the producers that was behind the camera tried to, like, goad him into talking more about it, and he just said, like, outright, no, I just don't really want to talk about any of this. <laughs> it was so crazy. <laughs> Like he just legitimately didn't want to be there and it was fucking beautiful for it. And he it's keeps awesome. like this yeah. he keeps like a really mean mug on the entire time going through this. <laughs> it's so goofy. It's like I wonder if he's being genuine in that case or if he's like he's playing it up because he knows it's it's gonna come across as funny. No, I don't think so at all. I watched it and <laughs> I was fucking uncomfortable. I was like, wow, he does he hates this. He fucking hates it. Did you see that he uh, was taking a photo? He's taking photos with Keanu Reeves. Not Keanu Reeves. Uh, fuck. What's the guy that did Death Stranding? The developer? Kojima. Kojima. Yeah. he's. It looks like he might be in the next Kojima production because they're m- meeting up and stuff. Oh, no. I wanted to ask about that. So, Jackson, you said you hate that guy now? What changed? Hate's a strong word. I never, like, loved him or anything. I was never, like, a... Con- uh, like... I never was big into Metal Gear Solid or anything, so I don't have, like, the admiration for him that, like, Andrew and Charlie probably have. But he just comes across as, like, super egotistical currently. Like, he... I can't remember what it was specifically, but there was something that happened recently where he made, like, a documentary about himself. (laughs) Like, an order... Like, a... Yeah, full (laughs) feature, like, documentary on himself, calling himself, like, the greatest video game visionary of all time and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, you you made this documentary. Like, the the documentary name was, like, Hideo Kojima, the greatest mind in video games, or something like that. And then it's, like, down the bottom, directed and created by (laughs) Kojima. So I'm like... That just comes across as egotistical to me, and I don't like ego, usually. So. Well, it doesn't just come across as egotistical, it literally is, <laughs> like, uh, by <laughs> definition, yeah. Well, I I don't know, like, the cultural things, though. I don't know the cultural things and stuff, so I don't know no, if it, like, no, comes he's, across... No, he's just always been like that. In Metal Gear Solid Five. at the start of every single mission, it says, like, directed by Hideo Kojima or something. Yeah. Yeah, every single possible thing that he's done, he's, like, labeled it yeah. <laughs> on the box and he's, stuff. He's that it's kind so of guy. Funny. It's so funny. I like I don't I don't hate him like with a vendetta or anything. I just I I hate the praise that he gets most most of but all. But he really. deserves it. He makes very good video games. Yeah, I know I know he I know he deserves it. He makes good video games and he makes Andrew feel good inside. Yeah. But 
at the same time, he gives himself enough praise. No, he needs more. I don't feel like I don't feel like he, he deserves the rest. All right, Jackson, when you make anything on the caliber of Metal Gear Solid, you can say Kojima. He already be did. Praised. It's called Game of Moans. Oh, you're right. Yeah, true. The game he abandoned I, what do you halfway mean? through. I try, yeah, I scrapped my name from that entirely. <laughs> there was no credits. <laughs> no name involved. Uh, put it on his IMDb, though. Yeah, please. <laughs> I want to go down in history. It's called Connecting Worlds, the documentary. Look, you're you're Jackson, you're allowed to make an autobiography. He's allowed instead of writing a book about himself to make a movie about himself. There's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Yeah, no, I I'm totally fine with him writing like a history of himself or whatever, like an autobiography like you said. But doesn't that usually come after your like career has ended as well? Doesn't have to. No, they they do biographies and shit like that of people that are still actively working. If anything, it's a good idea to yeah. do it while you're working because it's when people are going to buy it and be interested. Yeah. I'd watch it. I want to watch this movie. I like his stuff. I want to see what he how he thinks. It's Kim going to be sitting in a boardroom meeting or something going, okay, this character's name is Come Fart Tampon Blood. I, and they're all going to be applauding. Great. That sounds like an awesome movie. I, I, yeah. I, I, I can already see that one coming out pretty soon. That's that's on the horizon. <laughs> I wanted to call the movie movie director man, but they said no. Film two. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here was the headline. Like, here, here, here was the bio of the um, Hideo Kojima thing. Wait a second. It says produced by Ben Hilton and directed and filmed by Glenn Milner. Where did I get the information that Hideo wrote it? I don't know. He made it up. Like, made it. Yeah, maybe you just made it up. Maybe you just don't like him and it clouded your judgment. God, this fucking memory. Ugh. Where where did I get this information from? Uh, Well, I don't want to talk about it anymore, just in case he didn't actually make it. (laughs) Then this entire topic was based on a complete fabrication of Jackson's (laughs) memory. I'm actually going insane. That's fucking awesome. The great topic. Only one Jackson. memorable line from it. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I am fucked from my uh, England trip. I'm going to blame it on that. That's fair. When are Is you flying right back you again? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah two days from shit. now. Two yeah, days from now. Cares. You fly Good. home in two days. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be excited about that. I fucking can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh my god, I miss like fucking things that I took for granted. <laughs> like air, like cool air. Oh my god, it's so fucking hot. You miss Australia for like its cold weather? Holy shit. I somehow... It's the infrastructure. I don't fucking know. So I, I, after our episode when Jackson was talking about it, I looked into it a little bit. Pyrocynical just made something talking about it as well. Apparently in the UK, it gets like just about as humid as Florida down here, Andrew, but they Ugh. don't have AC and their homes are designed to trap heat in. Ugh. So you're constantly just fucking... It's like a sauna. Yeah, you're just constantly fucking wet week. and cooking. Oh my God. Yeah, I talked... I, I, specifically no, I, I know, I know. I just looked into it more. It's apparently just like a... Like it's... I don't know how anyone accepts that. Like AC is just such a basic invention and if it really go, it just does Europe, they just, just take it. I don't know why, though. Especially they if it gets as humid it. as just how here. they are. That's crazy. There's a reason you guys won your imp- independence from these people. They just take it. They like it. 
Americans didn't, so they said bye. I don't know. That's that's weird though, because like the humidity here is fucking unbearable. I couldn't yep. imagine living here without AC. Wait, so the 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 war for independence from the U.S. between Britain was for like fought AC's. over air conditioning. <laughs> yes, yes. They said in a hundred years we're gonna invent this device, and boy, you better fucking believe we want it. You guys don't need it, but we're fighting for it. I think it's only been a problem here for, like, the last two or three years. They've just had some really, like, big heat waves or whatever. And up until that point, like, summer, like, hot days would only last for a couple weeks every year or so. And it wouldn't be that bad where you would need air conditioning. But, like, it's just been bad over the last few years, and now they're realizing that they might need air conditioning. Or fans, at least. Like, uh, fine, fine. Air conditioning... Totally, whatever. You don't need air conditioning. Some houses in Australia don't have air conditioning. It's like, yeah, fine. That's a lot of energy or whatever. Like, your bills go up. But at least put fans in the room or something to move around the air. Something, please. There's no fans. Another thing that I uh, heard about is when they do put fans in the rooms, since it is so humid and the houses trap heat, all it does is push hot air around. So it's, oh, yeah, it's very minimal relief. Oh my god, That's what fans man. do in general. Would that yeah. create mini cyclones or tornadoes or whatever? Isn't that what No, which is are? why, what? okay, poor people that grow up like this, we had to learn tricks. So you go and see you um, put your shirt under the faucet, you get it all wet, and then you put it on, and then you put the fan yeah. on yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. So it would cool the water down a little bit on you, or you literally sleep under a wet blanket at night to uh like a very thin wet blanket so it kind of sucks the heat out of your body and shit <laughs> tornado, uh, tornadoes or cyclones created by hot air and cold air like circling each other yeah there's Wouldn't no what there's no cold does? air here and it's a fucking little well, fan it's not gonna cycle it like a tornado <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna I, I, I meant like a mini cyclone like not not a full full no, scale would have been fun yeah, just enough to, like, fuck up a room or something. Oh, God. You could blow air into the, to it, maybe. Maybe that's cool enough. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I'm glad you get to fly back soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think this country is actually making me crazy. I I don't know what... I think it's because we talk shit about the royal family or whatever, and, like, the spirits of all the royals have haunted me, but I have had, like, no luck on this trip whatsoever. When I was setting up for this fucking episode, like, 20 minutes ago... I was opening my hotel door and I slammed it into my broken foot and like sliced like the tip of my toe and there was blood everywhere. Jesus so Christ! That has nothing to do with luck. It has to do nice. with your clumsiness. I'm not. Are I'm you not actually fucking that Buster Keaton film. Like it sounds like you do this on purpose. I'll give you the memory issues. I'm not actually usually clumsy. It's only been the last like. Does England two weeks. just make you clumsy? I don't know. And like seriously, I I, I have maybe. Or maybe it's just like because I've I'm on a hot streak basically. Like it started and now it won't stop. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it doesn't culminate with the plane going down breaker. or something. Yeah, you need some yeah, luck be before nice. you leave. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to be gone. I mean, there were some good moments towards the second half of this trip, but uh, yeah, I'm ready to leave. Is there anything good you can say about? The, your trip? Well, I've already said a lot of good stuff, like the architecture, the food. Uh, I went and saw the Arctic Monkeys last night, and that was really good. Enjoyed that. <laughs> Wait, you saw uh, They still tour? Holy shit. Yeah, I know. They're super old now. Uh, but they were great. Um, no. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. good enough. Lo- last night, last night, uh, the we were at the Emirates Stadium for the Arctic Monkeys, and I think it was like a crowd of like eighty thousand people, which didn't look massive. I think because the stadium's so large. But once we all left at the end, it was pandemonium in the streets. I've never seen anything like it. Like the streets were just wall to wall with people. Traffic was like blocked. Like I don't know. Just an hour out from the stadium, not, not an hour, 30 minutes out from the stadium. We couldn't get, uh, like, the metro or public transport or anything because, like, there were just standstills in the in the metro, like, uh, entrances or whatever. So we had to walk for, like, 45 minutes to finally be able to catch an Uber. That's fucking awesome. It was pretty fucking hype. Great end to the night, especially walking around on a broken foot. Loved it. Thanks. Also, England has a fascination with stairs. This is like the least accessible country I think I've ever been in, even compared to America. I know it's because I know it's because like all these buildings are super old or whatever. But there's no lifts or elevators or anything. It's all stairs. I don't know how anyone exists here as a what cripple. Do you mean compared you to can't. America, America's all flat. You don't. They don't need stairs here. Well, I mean buildings and stuff, right? I mean, all the buildings here are like one story. Most of the buildings you see here are, like, strip malls. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be the difference. But, like, yeah, even in, like, public spaces and stuff, it's all just stairs. Like, the metro. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. It's just stairs. I had to, like, carry all my luggage up, like, three flights of stairs just for this hotel room. And it was, like, single single line. It was fucking awful. I hate this country. I want to leave. Please. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm glad your vacation's been good. Yeah, it's pretty great. Love it. We'll yeah, be back soon. That sounds fun. Awesome. Uh, did you guys have any other topics or did you want to make fun of Reddit real quick because they bent the knee pretty thoroughly? I forgot my my girlfriend's listening to this recording and now she's angry at me. She's crossing her arms. This is her home country. <laughs> oh, no. It didn't mean it. Just for the show. I love it. My leg doesn't hurt. Uh, I do have one mini topic of something I just read about yesterday, if you think this is interesting. Have you guys ever heard of Tanya Head? No. Is it a porn star or something? No, Jesus. Uh, No, she is a woman who lied about being in the 9-11 terrorist attack. She talked about how she worked at the Trade Center and like she wrote a whole book about how she survived and all this and that. And it turns out she lied about the whole thing. She got exposed for lying about it and trying to profit off pretending to be a 9-11 survivor. And I just found the whole story really interesting because she, like, her story is fucking wild. And she was huge for it. And then it turns out she wasn't even, like, in the country (laughs) during 9-11. And she also made up her name. Like, she's not actually named Tanya Head. She's just someone completely different who lied about everything. How did no one fact check it? I don't, well, they didn't fact check it for a while until, uh, who was it? I think it was New York Times. Yeah, New York Times investigated. And I just found that really interesting. What kind of claims did she make? Oh, she, she claimed that her husband died there. They were both working it during the attack. Uh, she saw someone like, you know, burning to death. And then he gave him, gave her his wedding ring and said, take this to his wife, which she said she I, did. She just wrote a movie. Yeah. She, she, yeah. she literally would have been obvious that it didn't happen. I, that, when I was reading it, I was it, just I was thinking, like, okay, who the fuck buys like a nine 11 survivor memoir? Like, what's it going to say? I ran down the stairs and outside. But if she made up all of this action movie crap, that's obviously fake. You can fucking I crash it immediately. Glass. 
who's burning to death and slowly and methodically takes off their wedding <laughs> ring and says, take this to my wife. I'd just be screaming my fucking head off. Yeah, yeah. Tell my wife carefully. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, hang on. It's kind of stuck a little bit. Hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, there you go. But yeah, it was just maybe he, maybe he was only partially on fire, like the bottom half. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't yeah, remember, I don't remember if it was on fire or trapped under debris, but it was something like that. That is a massive difference. Yeah, it was it was something like that. And she was like, he, he gave me the wedding How, ring to take. Wait to his a minute. Wife. How much debris could he been have been trapped under? The plane hit the fucking building and then it pretty much went down immediately. There wasn't like a earthquake beforehand as a warning that well, knocked stuff loose. There was still there oh, would have been time for like yeah, there like there would have still been time for that to have happened. I guess like, this is so stupid. It sounds like she just watched Die Hard or something. Like she watched. <laughs> oh, okay, how did Nakatomi Plaza explode? And I'm gonna rewrite this as I. And then I crawled through the vents and I saw the terrorists. <laughs> One had survived. <laughs> and Professor Snape was neck. there, and he wanted the money. I just don't understand how her story didn't unravel sooner. She also secured state funding from something called the Survivors Network and then went on a worldwide press tour for her story that she was sharing. It was crazy. But yeah, I was oh reading about that yesterday. Jesus. Well, I'm sure the government was all the more happy about it. I'm sure they fact-checked her fucking bullshit. But hey, I mean, we want to invite a country. So yeah, sure. Her husband died. It was really, really sad. We need to get revenge on them terrorists. And I, I also didn't realize that this is not, she's not the only one to do this. I knew there would probably be people that faked this kind of shit, yeah, but there was also, sure. there was also a comedian not long ago who went on a podcast and told the story about how he was in the World Trade Center during the 9-11 attacks. And then I don't remember how it unraveled. I didn't look into this one a lot, but it unraveled. And then he went on Howard Stern. And he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I kind of lied about it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I just made it up. Uh, would you did you face any repercussions? Because I don't know. I, I don't know. What would even happen? It's not like they can take back all of the money, right? I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. She has just never been heard from again. She just like vanished. Uh, the what comedian. They should make a. They should make Tanya, her live through Tanya a second head. 9-11. <laughs> Tanya They should make it real, That's like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. It doesn't it have was, to be real. It can be like a mock one, but she has to live what no, she said. No, let's just recreate it. It'll. It's fine. Just put everything back and do it again. The comedians, the, towels back. the comedians one actually had a, a whole video dedicated to like the aftermath and the situation. <laughs> but her, she just kind of disappeared. This woman, okay, you're underselling this. This woman wasn't even an American or in America when she yeah, claimed well, that said. she, she was wasn't even in the country. <laughs> she was, she was a fucking Spanish woman in Barcelona at the time. And listen to this Game of Thrones act. She joined the World Trade Center Survivors Network. She joined it oh my and then God. became its president. She oh, weaseled her way to the top. She does deserve a book. She deserves a book for this. I know. She Absolutely. should tell the real story. Now I'm yeah. actually interested. This is way better than whatever the fuck she made I up. infiltrated a 9-11 group and became its leader. <laughs> no that one asked any questions. Jesus Christ. I mean, why would you? Why would you ask questions in that situation if it's like a survivor's Yeah, you wouldn't like... Yeah, I I certainly wouldn't be trying to poke holes in the story and be like, oh my God, this is horrifying. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, you're you're looking to relate to other people in that that kind of group. Well, you're going to look like a dick too if you go, wait a minute, I don't believe you. But sometimes you have to be the dick. What floor did you say you were on? I was there too and I didn't see you. (laughs) 
what's uh, what like calamity do you guys think you could get away with lying about being there for? That you think even if they fact check you, you could get away with it. Existing in London, no, <laughs> but uh, maybe like the bushfires in Australia, right? Probably. Yeah, they were pretty I close about those. Yeah, you could you could definitely get away with that. Yeah, I meant more like a like a smaller scale, not smaller scale. 9-11 was like <laughs> I meant like not like countrywide, you know what I mean? Like more localized kind of event? Yeah, yeah, geographically in a smaller location okay. where it's like a terror attack or something like that. Or like a ship oh, like sinking. Oh, like it doesn't exist? Like the entire thing doesn't exist? No. Oh, I, actually I wonder about that too. Nah. No, that, that would be I mean, way it, harder, obviously. Yeah, that would be way harder to keep little secrets between so many people, but... I don't know. Like, there was this one plane that crashed in the Andes Mountain or something, and all of the, like, survivors had to resort to cannibalizing the dead yeah. people. I wonder if you could, like, lie about having been there. And, yeah, the meat was not delicious. Don't ask me how it tasted. It was like chicken. Don't they usually say that it is delicious, and then they get hungry for the human meat afterwards? What, it was what so are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, don't they? <laughs> No, I I've well, heard that. Yeah, in apparently, movies. first of all, they had to eat like human oh, popsicle. All of the meat was frozen and yeah. they didn't have any fire to cook it. So they had to eat it all raw and nasty, gunky like. Would you guys be all right with ethical human harvesting, like food from humans? No, not at all. Not even Why? if it was completely ethical. <gasps> like Soylent Green? No, like you, you die. But you've, like, given your body for meat, basically. <laughs> like, you have a thing on your card that says you're a meat donor. That's like, it's not die. even, like, the physical aspect of it. It's just, like, if I don't like you, I'm not going to feel like eating you, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, plus it's it'll be all, like, old people then, and I, the meat's probably all, like, grizzly and stuff too, right? Well, it wouldn't be just be old people. If, you, if they die in a car crash, I assume their meat is just oh, as well, valid that's... once they scrape it off the asphalt. But, again, like, who were probably you? Not, right. What if it was a redditor? I don't want to eat that. It's gross. Was this like organic? Is there any GMO on it? You don't know anything about the individual like cows and livestock that you eat. Why would that exactly. matter? Exactly. Yeah, because they're dummies. They're not on fucking Twitter arguing in favor of minor attracted persons. I can eat them all day. How, how, is, that, how is that at all going to affect the meat? I just, it's psychological. I, I don't like it. I don't want to consume this. I don't want this in well, my yeah, no body. No shit, eating human meat is inherently psychological. <laughs> You're eating human meat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's something that's like normal, but would you guys be fine with it? No, I mean I don't. I I wouldn't want to eat it. If I had to, if I had no choice, well, no, not if you had no choice. Would you be fine with this being an entire industry along with like meat livestock? You don't have to eat it, but it exists. Mm. Or would you fight vehemently for this industry? And remember, it's ethical. Yeah, but how ethical? Okay, who decides it's ethical? Like, uh, what? What about the where the Canadians now want to execute like seventeen-year-olds who are bummed out about life and euthanize them? Should we eat those? I don't think that's ethical. If they've got the stamp on their card, <laughs> body donor, <laughs> I food consent donor. to being eaten after death. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There have been these um, stunts where people, you know, if you. Guy has to have his leg amputated. He goes, okay, doc, give it to me afterwards. I want to grill it and eat it with my friends. And then they do. That's taking the power back, right? I don't know what, I just might be curiosity. I don't know. Wasn't there also some Japanese artist who 
cut off his own dick and served it for like 100 bucks a seat. There was a man who consented to being killed and eaten by a cannibal. Yeah, that's Cannibal yeah, Cafe. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that Armin yeah, Neves, I think his name was. Yeah. Mivis. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. a Japanese guy. There wasn't like any murder involved or any sort of like crime. He literally cut off his own dick. That's a crime, isn't it? To cut off your own dick? No. What are they going to yeah, do? Arrest no. you for it? <laughs> How? What? Yes. Isn't that like. They can arrest you for like putting yourself at bodily harm. No, they right? can't. What the fuck do you th- like? They can, they can do like a a wellness thing. Like you know, you seem like a danger. Yeah. Like you might hurt or kill yourself. That then they could like admit you somewhere. But it's not like you. It would, it would be a crime if you didn't crime. tell the people that you're serving them cooked penis. I guess. Well, well yeah, that is absolutely a crime. a crime. You can't. That would be a crime. It's gonna yeah. go through like food standards and services. And stuff yeah, like FDA that. has to approve it. His name is Mao Sugiyama. He was 22, or is, I guess, maybe if he's still alive. Five guests paid around £160 each for the meal. Sugiyama, 22, who's asexual, voluntarily underwent surgery to have his penis removed. One penis is not going to be enough for five people. Yeah, unless he was really packing. He might have been really impressive. Well, no, wait, no. It could also be one of those, like, luxury restaurant dishes, you know, where it's, like, one little piece Uh, of, like, salami. pretentious piece of shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet, very flavorful. Right. He packs a lot of flavor into that thing. Oh, he threw his balls in there too. Oh, I guess. oh so well, now it's a full a course. Piece of balls. Was that like an after dinner dessert? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> Little hors d'oeuvres <laughs> with the toothpick in it. <laughs> I guess you. I guess you'd have to throw your nuts in there as well. Otherwise, you just have like wow. a fucking dangly scrotum nut sack with no wiener. <laughs> That'd be yeah, so that's weird. True. Also, the scrotum was also served. Do you think he like? Burnt it to a crisp, like breaded chicken. Well, do you oh, think like he? Panko? Do you think he recipeed it up? Was he like it's served with a nice garlic herb butter and a reduction of white wine? Like, or do you think it was just raw grilled up penis and balls? He, I, th- I think he did. Yeah, he came out holding the plate with his seven dick on it, screaming his head off. <laughs> That's probably what happened. Man, this um, was a really said st- that the genitalia were were very rubbery and tasted of very little. Well, that's no. not this worth was a, the money. I tried to find the story, look it up myself, but I didn't know how to search it. So I just ran with man serves penis to guests and I found it, which was nice. It's got to be Pornhub. <laughs> There's a lot of results for that. <laughs> yeah, it was way too broad, but I'm looking at the picture of it. So it actually does seem like he did really like go hard with it. So he's got, it looks like red and green bell peppers surrounding a like a scrotum dish here, I think. I can't really tell. <laughs> and it, oh, it is, it is, yeah. It is a scrotum dish, and he has like some red and green bell peppers around it. It looks like he's got paprika sprinkled on it. So he he did try and make it very flavorful. And was actually, oh, good for him. wow, he was actually supervised oh. by a professional chef. That's going to be so hard. They also did this over 10 years ago, so I wonder where he is now. Probably very regretful yeah i wonder if you re- yeah i wonder ew i'm looking at photos that's disgusting it's like cooked medium rare too uh, oh yeah yeah it is yeah it is very not super cooked can you guys hear me yeah 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 okay sweet wait did you say something no discord's completely frozen just checking no Oh, wow. He even even tweeted it out to hype it up. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime chance, so I decided on the spur of the moment to do it. You you, you don't want to make spur-of-the-moment decisions when it comes to your penis and its attachment to your body, right? That's an awful decision. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like... you you got to think about that for a little bit longer than... 
It was it was actually shortly before his twenty second birthday. <laughs> Why? There was a there was apparently debate on if the meal went to plan. There's a culinary expert at Calorie Lab who weighed in saying the chef just didn't cook it right. What a waste of a perfectly good penis. Penis is tough and needs <laughs> to be slow cooked through sous vide or a brace. So this one, one guy one guy didn't like his meal. He just didn't enjoy it. It doesn't seem like he was an actual chef on his own accord. So it was a real missed opportunity, I guess. Neither was Armin Mivas, by the way. And he also said the same thing, that his victim's dick was too chewy. I guess penises are just chewy. Hmm. That's why you should suck on them and never bite. Let that be a lesson. I guess that would make sense that it would be chewy. It's, you know, there's no, like, bones or anything in there. I looked at a penis or two and said, that looks pretty chewy. It's mainly just, you know, the, what is it, the capus spongiosum and corpus cavernosa or something like that. What the fuck? What? That's what makes your wiener hard. It fills with blood. Yeah, it's just like blood vessels, right? Nice chewy penis. It's like a little tube down the middle and then just blood vessels all around it, right? Is that what a penis is? Something like that. I don't know. It's been a long time. There's a little bit of magic and pixie dust in there too, but yeah. What makes what's yeah. cow meat? What like what what is the beef? It's like is it their muscle? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I think so. I, I'm not a butcher. Hmm. Yes. Not sure. All of you going silence made me very self conscious now. <laughs> I, I I don't know. That's what I was asking. I assumed it was muscle. It's not fat because the fat is the chewy bit, right? Yeah, yeah. fat is mm-hmm. fat. That's why when you order food, like a steak, people are like, oh, it's got fat on it. Because that is fat, Jackson. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's chewy. Yeah. All right. Uh, can we wrap there? Yeah. Sure. All right, sweet. Uh, thanks, guys. I'll see you next time once I'm back in Australia. Thanks for joining me on my European trip. Oh, English trip, I guess. Appreciate it a lot. Sorry to anyone in England that has been offended by my words, but I'm not taking them back. Uh, other than that... You've apologized like 10 times already. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, it's not... It's not. I'm not taking back what I s- said was wrong with the country. I still stand by those. Mm-hmm. But you've, there's some good parts as well. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Like outside of London, definitely. All right. Okay. Anyway, don't forget you owe me a coke. That's bye. not. Yeah, I guess I do. All right. Bye, guys. Patreon.com/slash the official podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.